Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, my name's Russell Kane. This is Man Baggage. This is the arena, the ring, if you like, where we get two guys together and they box it out about what makes men tick. How do men's brains work? How do we function? How do we malfunction? Why don't we check in with each other? Are we built different? Are we even allowed to say we're built different to women anymore? Are we even allowed to start a sentence where you know what women be like or men be like? Unfortunately, the statistics suggest yes, men suffer from almost bloody everything more than women that you can think of, right from their balls falling off, not that many women's balls falls off, but testicular cancer uh, affects men more than it should. Why? Because guess what? Men don't talk about lumps they find. Guess what? Men don't talk about their depression. Men don't talk about this. They don't talk about that. So that's why I set this up to get guys talking as the accidental benefit of providing a manual for women to work out how men's heads work. We use banter and humour to try and get in deep. Sometimes if you feel that might be a problem for you, I've got a suggestion. Switch the fuck off and fuck off. If not, let us proceed because I have an amazing guy. And it was not accidental, the imagery of the ring today, because I'm joined by Chris Billum-Smith, boxing champion, Commonwealth British European. Are you allowed to be European champion after Brexit? <laughs> Chris, can't we just have British champions for British people? <laughs> maybe maybe um uh yeah it's uh i mean the british belt to be fair is is the nicest belt and it's the one that everyone likes of course it so, is. Uh, yeah made here by british workers in dagenham and uh, <laughs> exactly. it's good to see you mate how are you doing yeah very well thanks for having me on yeah anything coming up are you training for anything what's the next big thing we can see you on or are you in recovery at the moment just eating pasta and enjoying life uh i have been eating uh side boxed in july um that one was on on sky sports in my hometown of bournemouth so i enjoyed that and hoping to get back out there again in December. So that's the plan. And then uh, looking towards a world title next year. So, yes, you're on the delivery hard for another couple of months. <laughs> of what an absolute gift growing up in Bournemouth where you're almost guaranteed a ruck after a drink on a Friday night. It's, like, <laughs> it's built-in boxing training, isn't it? I just played Bournemouth the other week. It's outside for a formal fight? Yeah, all right, Debbie. Now, it's not just Chris Billum-Smith. I'm joined by female energy, my wife, Lindsay Kane, because sometimes blokes, when they're talking, they can drift into, well, you know what men are be like. So it's important to have a female energy to audit the bullshit that tends to flow out of men's mouths. Lindsay, you will be that role today, okay? Yeah, indeed. 
and you'll be delighted to know we're talking about discipline. Just to define it, the ability to control yourselves or other people, even in difficult situations. I mean, the three of us all have versions of that and it can be interpreted in multiple ways. I want to start by talking about self-discipline. Now, I don't think this is necessarily gendered. I very often start, Chris, just so you know, with are men more X than women, whatever we're talking about. But on this one, I do think it's the genetic role of the dice. Man, woman, gender fluid, whatever you are. I do think some people are born more self-disciplined than others. I don't think it can be taught. I think you can improve what you've been given. But I don't think you can jack up much past what you've been born with. But do you disagree, Chris? Because I hear I hear about a lot of boxers who had zero self-discipline, then got into boxing and had tons of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a sport. You need a huge amount of self-discipline. It's a tough one because I think I'm definitely self-disciplined in certain areas and others not as not as much. I mean, when I knew it was about discipline today, my I asked my wife, what, what does she think? And she said, all men have to think about is eating and training. And that was it, apparently. Um, That's definitely one thing missing off that list, mate. Come on, be real. (laughs) Put it this way. Uh, You don't have to train your forearm strength when you're a boxer. (laughs) That's done for you in your early teens. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I I disagree with that. I think uh, there's a a little bit more to it. But no, for me, I think I've always been disciplined with sport and training, but that might be because I enjoy it. So I guess this question is, is it discipline when it's just something I do and enjoy anyway? So it's a bit different. But obviously, I mean... Food is the one thing I think most boxers have to be disciplined with and probably struggle with the most. This is a weight-making sport. You have to be a certain way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it, it can be taught. I mean, I think maybe it's taught in your early days as a child. I mean, even growing up as a kid for me, like... I was from not, you know, not a hugely well-off family, but a good family. So I think, I mean, I was the youngest of three brothers as well. So if I wanted something, I usually got it. So there's a, I didn't have to necessarily earn it as much as my brothers would have if they wanted the same thing. So I think I probably lacked self-discipline because I got things easy. I wonder how many boxers are statistically turn out to be the younger siblings. I would suspect they're overrepresented in boxing because particularly if you've got older brothers, you have to learn to defend yourself quick. Yeah, well, mine was seven years and nine years older than me. So I was uh, I was always on the, the brunt of the beatings as, as a kid and, <laughs> and the play fighting. So, uh, yeah. Linz, what about this idea that you can only be dis- some people can only be disciplined in things they're interested in? I think they're probably more likely to be disciplined if they're interested in because they'll get bored. I think it's just that repetitiveness, isn't it? People just get bored and, don't, and can't be bothered to do it. But I don't think it's a gender thing. I think it's a, a complete roll of the dice. Is that true then? You, you're born with discipline and it can't really be taught no what i'm saying is everyone's like you can be anything you want in the world man life's an x-factor spot all you gotta do is want it and and it's a bit unfashionable to say but we are born different we're not born like in the matrix like all identical maggots that wriggle out of a sack and have a role put on us some of us are born more funny i was a funny two-year-old i was a funny 12-year-old i was a funny 20-year-old i've become a comedian Anyone could try and become a comedian. Anyone can learn the discipline of comedy. Anyone can do it five nights a week. But I was definitely born funnier. You definitely are, can anyone, certainly I'd recommend taking up boxing. It's a fucking amazing sport. Even if you're in your 80s, go to boxing training class. But some people are born genetically more predisposed to box. Some people are born 
faster, more awake. They walk faster. They're fucking nutters. Our daughter, for example, Lindsay, clearly. That's not been taught, has it? She's not been taught to be a fucking hyperactive nutter. No, but she hasn't really got discipline, has she? And I think... No, but what I'm saying is I do believe discipline's one of those traits, that willpower is one of those things that might be in the mix. I'm not saying it can't be jacked up and improved. I think most people will be more disciplined if they enjoy what they're doing. And if they if they don't enjoy it, they will try and do anything to avoid it. Isn't that human nature? But isn't like the, some of the challenges of life about being disciplined at the things you fucking hate? Yeah, but I think it, we're very woke now. So people are just like, oh, no, it offends them. Or, oh, no, they don't want to do it. And they should go with the feelings. Like people, I think like now we, we find an excuse to get out of things. Like people just don't want to do things. Yeah, but if it's homework, if you're a kid or dieting, if you're someone who loves food and you're not a sportsman or being tidy or hitting your goals on time, whatever, they're all boring shit that no one wants to do. And I fucking love doing shit that I hate, if you know what I mean. Like if I've got a to-do list and I'll hate everything on it, but I get off on like ticking things off. So I I like that element of it because I feel like I'm accomplishing something. Yeah, in terms of like homework and... Like our daughter, she just doesn't want to do it. And I think she she's learned slowly over the years that if she cries enough, she can get out of things with you. Have you got any kids, Chris? Yeah, I've got a son, Frankie's five months old today, actually. Oh, so, right, right. so uh, it's, we're in the easy stage is what I've been told. <laughs> I would tell you that you don't even know about discipline yet, but that would be completely false because if that baby's sleeping in your in your bed with you, you've already failed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, we are a little bit guilty of that. We are a little bit guilty of <laughs> maybe at like six o'clock in the morning, he has to come in for the last hour or so. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's definitely going to be hard because to teach that discipline, I think, because yeah. it, I mean, I'm sure you two will know more because you've got uh, your daughter's obviously a lot older than my son. But that is when you you love something so much to be able to discipline them, even though you know it's the right thing long term, short term, it must be super difficult. Well, I find it easier than you, Ross. OK, let's go straight on to parental discipline here. When you're talking about discipline, do you are we going to focus on how we discipline or what outcome you want? Because I see plenty of dads and mums going, fucking do it now, get in a fucking car, losing it and still not getting what they want. They've got a screaming toddler on the floor. Or they've got a kid that goes, fuck off if they're 15 and runs upstairs. So you couldn't say that man was not trying to discipline his child. You even see some people hitting their fucking kids. You did back in the day. Just because I don't raise my voice and lose my shit doesn't mean I'm not working towards a goal that I want. I'm like, is the child now doing its homework? Is it eating its dinner? Has it gone to bed on time? I think discipline comes in in different forms. I definitely think the approach has changed, you know, for the exact reason you said, like people used to hit their kids and that used to be a form of discipline. But I don't think that's necessarily the right way because that just teaches that violence is the answer. It's only the answer if you want another holiday to the Maldives for you. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. violence the answer? Do you want to go Lapland? Right, I'm going to this out. Commonwealth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I think definitely the type of discipline is important. And that's obviously something yeah. me and my wife are going to slowly learn and I think we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay, talk- my chances. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Going back to self-discipline, what about with age? How old are you, Chris, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 32. So you're at that sweet spot now, I think, in life. All of the shit's out of the way. It takes a lot longer than particularly men realise. Do you remember thinking you're going to be fully grown up at 25 then getting to 25 and your shit is still nowhere near worked out? But about 28, 29, for a man at least, dust starts to settle a bit between sort of, I think, 28 and 35 for a man. So you're in that sweet spot now. So are you finding self-discipline easier with age? Some people become more rigid and inflexible. I certainly got older relatives, male and female, who by the time they pass 50, they're so set in their way, they can't discipline themselves or change anything. You know, they're so... Also, discipline, I guess, can come almost like a habit, right? Because people just get, like you said, they get set in their ways. So once you do something enough, it just becomes a habit. And then... I guess it's not discipline because it's a habit because yeah. you just, like for me, like now I just, I know what I'm, I've got to eat. Like I like my, my food. I love my food. Sweet, savory, doesn't matter. Just lots of it. But now like I'm used to like, I know what I've got. I can eat through camp, like when I'm dieting and stuff and my meals are set out and it's just a habit. It's just part of the job. It's just what, what I do. It's not necessarily a discipline. Maybe if someone offers me, a piece of cake or something like that and I'm like no I can't have it I'm a, that's a small bit of discipline but it's easy because I know what I can eat and what about in your personal life has, has self-discipline become easier with age would you say yeah I guess so I think finances I was I was terrible I used to have a bit of a, a gambling problem when I was younger and quite early on when I met my wife that was we we met just over eight years ago so that was probably around that 25 year old stage I had a bit of a problem then so that was a massive discipline for me. Um, now it's under control and it's, it's sort of, if, if I want to have a, a bet on the football, the boxing, I, I can and I don't have to go and... That's amazing because mo- most people, once they've had a gambling problem, they can't do it at all. It's like smoking or something. I mean, it wasn't extreme, extreme, but it was getting to the stage where it was yeah. probably causing a few issues. So I guess my discipline with that, but then it's a matter of choice, I guess. You know, me as sort of, my wife gets sort of, in a way gave me an ultimatum not a complete ultimatum like i will leave you but she was like if we're gonna have a family and get a house and do this and that like it's it's got to change and i I think so uh comes down to choice and what what you want most and that's what i guess they say about discipline isn't it it's about what you want now compared to what you want most sort of thing and what and what matters um and i think that's the same with diet it's probably the easiest one to use like yeah you can eat, eat this piece of cake now or 
you could not have it and then you're going to get the body shape or lose the weight you want or get the muscles you want or, or whatever it may be. They say self-discipline can be a measure of intelligence, don't they, Lindsay? We even do it with our own daughter. There's yeah. a test you can do on 18-month-year-olds where you sit them down with a biscuit in front of them and you go, all you've got to do is not eat that biscuit and I'll give you free biscuits. And the longer a child can last, 18 months is a good indicator of how they'll be with drugs or finances or even intelligence it, it can indicate a lot of things and adult just like smashed her face into a biscuit after 20 seconds it's worth it for the biscuit hit now <laughs> i mean i i monetized my own biscuit brand and started retailing them age three no i didn't <laughs> i'll tell you what's fashionable at the moment lynn's to everyone to talk about it's not fashionable so i'm being a bit cruel there but everyone's talking about distraction and focus a lot of people are medical like giving themselves their own medical labels after visiting dr google some people getting correct medical diagnoses which i would always recommend if you think you have any one of these extremely serious conditions don't just diagnose yourself on google and have a little instagram moment get yourself to a professional get yourself diagnosed because you might need assistance and it also devalues people that are suffering from any sort of spectrum disorders or adhd but i do wonder what role distraction plays in discipline and are we a more distracted society I'm not the best. I'll have a hundred things going on and there's a hundred more things to see. But with you, Linz, and your your discipline journey, shall we call it, how do you feel distraction impacts on that? Well, interestingly, I, I've just bought this, right? You're going to need to describe it for our listeners. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's like a dice and it's a timer. So you've got like 15, 20, 30, 60 minute timers. Why are you laughing? <laughs> but so, because that stuff helps me, like... Because I will oh, reach for my phone and stuff like that. Again, we've formed a really bad habit there with our phones, checking emails, WhatsApp. You know, we check the same things over and over again. Yeah. So, But I'm competitive against myself. So, like, things like that. So, if I have, like, a 15-minute timer, I need to get a certain job done. That really helps me. And there was an app that I used to use before lockdown that you you could grow your own forest. <laughs> You've seen it. I don't know what it's called. But basically, you would start plant, you'd plant a tree... And every hour, you know, you'd grow a tree. Just to explain that for everyone. So for every minute you don't touch your phone, your trees are secretly growing and you're rewarded when you turn your phone over from not being distracted by seeing how much forest Yes, that's basically, yeah. And so I found that really interesting, thinking, oh my God, I've grown like a really big forest today. And then I wouldn't have touched my phone for about six hours. And to not touch your phone at all, checking messages is a real is a big thing, I think. But the dice, you're, are you randomly rolling how much time you're no, allocated? No, I'm just, I'm just going, right, okay, I want 20 minutes now. And then, so then that'll go off like an alarm. It'd be a good bedroom toy, that, wouldn't it? Imagine if you rolled the 30-second one, pressure. No, it's it's not, um, <laughs> it's not to, like, roll it randomly. It's to go, right, there's a 15-minute time. Right, I've got, got 15 minutes to do the job. So then psychologically, I'm like, right, I need to finish this job in 15 minutes. So, again, because I'm competitive that sort of stuff helps me and then it helps me focus then. So I think it's about working out what gets you to focus. So this has been studied, even though I'm surprised by the results. I thought it would come back 50-50, it's temperament. But girls are indeed more disciplined than boys, at least according to the study conducted by Duckworth and Seligman. Eighth grade girls at an urban magnet school scored higher than their male counterparts according to grades, delay of gratification measures, that's the biscuit test we were just talking about, and self-report, teacher and parent rating suggesting it was due to higher self-discipline. So it seems to be when measured en masse, Women and girls do slightly edge on self-discipline. Men are are more likely to be impulsive, 
more likely to give in to gratification. Lol. Latvia, stag weekend, should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> Not mine, obviously someone else's. Um, so, but what about people that are too, um, we're all praising here self-discipline. There's probably some people pulling their hair out here thinking we're having a go at them. But there is definitely a case for arguing you could be too self-disciplined, too rigid, too inflexible. No, I've set myself 31 minutes. And even though my baby is crying in its cot, it can cry in its feces because I will finish my filing. You know, we all know people like that that are too far. I can be a bit like that. I think if he's impacting somebody else, then I don't know. It depends. Like, like if we're on holiday, like you will have to do your exercise and then we might have to delay something else. Or, you know, you just have to get things done so you're more rigid than I am. But I think that's because of our dynamics. You know, obviously you work and you're the breadwinner and you have to stay focused and keep fit and healthy. So you have to do exercise to keep yourself healthy. Whereas I'm like, oh, I had a broken sleep, so I've got to see to the kid, so I can't do my workout. But I think also that's also just an excuse sometimes. Yeah, but even in other areas, Chris, I mean, like on holiday, we're supposed to be unwinding. If I know breakfast is between 7 and 11, I'll start to get jittery at 10 thinking what if they're clearing it away what if it's those skanky old like poached eggs and yeah. the dry beans whereas Lindsay and her mum be like chill out we'll get down there 10.59 they'll bring some toast out life's an adventure let's just get carried along by the winds of randomness and I'm like no we said we were going for breakfast at 10.15 last night even though it doesn't matter who cares what time you go for breakfast on holiday but because I committed in my head to a 10.50 so what I'm saying is Chris yeah I can make the excuse that I need to exercise because I've got a very very high energy act I'm probably older than I should be doing what I'm doing. Uh, so I have to stay physically disciplined. So I'm allowed to have that one. But what excuse have I fucking got for going for breakfast at 10.15 when I have no schedule? It's because I can't switch it off in other areas of my yeah. life. And I wonder if that affects you, Chris, as well. Too disciplined. I think I'm quite well balanced now, but I'm definitely guilty of exactly exactly that. Like we said we'd be there at this time or we'd do this. At, so we'll, we've got to do it. But in other areas, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, it doesn't matter. So I do think it's day by day with me because sometimes I'll be like exactly that on holiday I'm like obviously like I said I'm a foodie especially from a holiday I'm definitely a foodie I bet you get a surcharge on the buffet when they see there's a fucking box that comes <laughs> yeah. in sur- surcharge on the all-inclusive you have like a separate I bet you wear your all-inclusive band like a boxing belt <laughs> hold it, you hold it up at the end of the week and the winner 5,000 calories per day <laughs> <laughs> about 80 plates in my room um, yeah I'm definitely guilty of, of doing exactly what, what you said there right. at all times and being sort of we've got to do this we've got to do that and sometimes it doesn't matter it doesn't matter does it it yeah. doesn't really matter so um i think sometimes you just got to take a step back and look at it from almost like a a third person point of view and Absolutely. say actually you're being ridiculous but um but yeah i mean with your with your exercise russell i guess is it more for a mentality thing as well like once you don't yeah. you feel better for the day because i'm exactly yeah. the same it's 70 percent that I, I'm in a bad mood if I don't, if I miss my workout. I try and have a rest day once a week. I'm the only person I know that struggles with a rest day. <laughs> I don't see what heart if I'm sat around doing nothing. I might as well go in there and I might do 55 minutes a day. A good on a good week, I'll do 50 to 60 minutes seven days a week. Not excessively. I'm only doing 35. I'm not like yanking super heavy weights up. I'm doing a medium weight. I'm not even pushing myself to failure. So I'm just in there maintaining my fitness, trying to do 15 minutes cardio day. And I love it the same way other people might love watching a film or having a bath, which Lindsay certainly enjoys being part mermaid. 
But the honest, the honest truth is, if I let it drop, I can feel it on stage. Like when I've been on holiday and I've really been abusing it, and not, I can feel it if I'm trying to run around. I mean, I'd burn. I'd wear a Fitbit. I do 700 calories in 70 minutes, according to my Fitbit, which is fucking ridiculous. I, I, my resting heart rate's 59. As I'm being announced, I'm in the 80s and 90s, and within 10 seconds of being on, my heart rate's at 120 and goes right up to 160 at points. So, I mean, there's clearly a lot of fucking Lee Evans mental shit going on when I'm on there. It's not just in my head that I require cardiovascular fitness, but absolutely part of it is mental health as well. Okay, guys, we're just going to take a break there. End of round one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 